What goes on inside the mind of the Singapore consumer? The Kiasunomics podcast series unravels the way Singaporeans behave across different domains like spending, transport, environment, superstition, schooling, and housing markets. Backed by multiple research studies, NUS Business School professors examine the quirks, psychology, and mechanics behind the daily economic decisions of Singaporeans. Welcome back to another episode of Kiasunomics Podcast. Majority of the people commute to work and home by taking public transport. Very few of us are lucky enough to have our own cars or the ability to walk to work. This is important because obviously prices of cars in Singapore are very expensive and ability to walk to work is not there for most people. One, because the weather is very hot. Two, your choice of residence is not only determined by your work, but it could also be determined by the schools that your children go to or other considerations like whether you want to live close to your parents or you want to live close to your friends. So inevitably, you will be taking bus or trains to go to work. So that brings an important question. How much do you value your commute time to go to work, the flexibility or the reliability? What do I mean by that? If I'm taking an MRT, it's very reliable. I know precisely how long it will take from one station to another station. But getting into the MRT, I have to walk long distances from my home to the time I reach the train and once I exit the train, getting into the office. Whereas if I was just taking a bus, it's very simple. I get out of my HDB, I go down and right away there is a bus stand. I can get onto the bus and it takes me to where I want to go. Now I have the very clean schedules of the bus system. I can read them on my iPhone. It tells me exactly precisely when the bus is going to arrive and when the bus is going to leave. So I can reduce the predictability because I know precisely the timing. But what I don't know is, will there be an accident on the roads? How many traffic lights? What is the precision of these traffic lights? Will I get all of them to be green on the way? Will some of them be red? As a result, there is some variability in how long the trip will take for me if I'm going by bus versus if I was taking an MRT where there is high reliability. But obviously there's this issue of I have to make it to the MRT and also the MRT ticket will be slightly more expensive relative to the price that I pay to get onto the bus. So typically you can think about the trade-off. I need to walk to the MRT, the price is higher, but I have reliability on the timing of how quick the train will take me to my office. Now these things may differ. In the morning, I may care a lot about reliability, but in the evening when I'm taking transport back home, I may just say, look, I don't want to be in the MRT in a tunnel. It's very dark. I, I'd rather be in a bus. I like to see outside the scenery, even though it takes me a little longer to get home, but at least makes me feel, makes me feel good. I'm in a better mood just by 
being able to observe the scenery. So this trade-off is interesting and we wanted to kind of study this trade-off and see how do people make these choices. So we collected the data from the easy link card of Singaporeans for over a couple of months, very detailed every trip they took based on the easy link card and what mode of transportation did they choose to take. And did they update their transportation choice based on the predictability and also the reliability of these things and the, and the price. I mean, those are the factors that should get into their decision-making. What we find is that, I mean, th this is a massive amount of data. I mean, we are looking at, I think, over 115 million trips that Singaporeans took over this very short time period that most people will still choose to take the train because they like that predictability in the timing, even though it's slightly more expensive. But once we start look comparing senior citizens and children because their easy link cards are tagged as different from the easy link cards of others, for them, they don't have this need to be on time or precisely on time for a meeting or other needs, they choose to travel by bus more often than by taking the MRT. Again, it's cheaper for them. They don't have an immediate need to be somewhere as quickly as the people who are going to offices in the morning. We also looked at this more carefully, which direction you were taking the MRT to, and did that make you choose between bus versus train? So clearly, if you were going towards downtown and you were going towards your office being at the time of you leaving the home and getting to the CBD, we could figure out that you are going to work. And based on that, we found that you are more likely to choose the train. Same people who were taking the train on weekdays, on weekends, when they don't need the reliability for them, then taking the bus seems more convenient maybe because they can save money, but also they don't need to worry about reaching their destination on time. And they may not like to walk all the way to the train station. They might just say, I'm happy traveling in the bus. So to us, this was an interesting finding that how do people choose? Because this also has implications on policy, on designing the public transport systems. How much emphasis should we put on expanding the MRT network versus the bus network and on reliability of those two things. Clearly, Singaporeans value the reliability of the train quite a lot. Hence, anytime there is a breakdown of the MRT system, it is very inconvenient for the consumers. On a similar vein, we were also trying to see, does commuting cause people to think about working longer. What do I mean by that? Do we account our commute time as our work time? When I leave my house, do I start thinking my work clock has started as soon as I left my house? And so I'm going to work eight hours. And if it takes longer for me to, me to commute that day, then as a result, I will work less because my clock started the day, the minute I left home. Alternatively, I could think like my clock starts the time I reach the office. So if I'm commuting longer, 
That means I need to work longer that day because I wasted more time in commuting and now I need to put in extra time at work. Or I could just say, look, commute time has nothing to do with work time. I'm always going to work the same seven or eight hours a day, irrespective of my commute time. If my commute time was less today, I'll still work seven hours. If my commute time was 30 minutes today, I'll still work the seven hours. Now that depends on how we factor in our commute time into our work time. Is commute time entering into our labor decision or is the commute time part of our leisure decision? I mean, some people may regard this as providing labor and they will say, if I've commuted longer, I just work less. So we looked at the data and we wanted to see do people whose commute time varies within a week, within a month, how much longer do they stay at work or shorter do they stay at work on that given day? The answer is unclear to me that will you stay longer or shorter? I mean, if I ask a survey, some of you may say, look, I commuted longer, so I'm going to go home earlier because my needs at home are still the same. I still need to go home, cook food, take care of the children. Why would I stay longer in the office? It's just uh, bad luck that the bus was slow or there was a traffic jam or the train broke down or whatever. That's not my fault. Why should I penalize myself by staying at work longer? Others might feel like, oh no, I have a certain amount of work to do because I arrive late. I need to now stay a little longer to finish that work. In fact, what we found in the data is the days people commute a little longer because of not their fault, but because of various other factors, they end up working slightly more. So if your commute time goes up by 10 minutes on a, any given day, you end up working not just 10 minutes, but even longer to make up for the work that you lost by commuting on that day. So this is interesting because how do people make these decisions or choices? I mean, this goes back again to the policy. If you're taking the bus to commute, there is a lot of variability in your commute time that can affect how much longer you end up staying at work on that given day. So we did a lot of more analysis in this to understand where this is coming from. Are there variations by gender? Are there variations by the location of where you're commuting to within Singapore? If you're commuting to CBD, do you value this much more than if you were commuting to, let's say, to other locations? Uh, what you do find consistently is, or even by industry, that as long as your commute time increases, you're more likely to work longer on that given day. I hope this gives you some thought on what this means about your own commute time. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Stay tuned as we bring you more interesting research-based insights on a wide range of topics in business and economics. Subscribe to our channel now.